You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro. And David normally talks to us from Sassfin Securities in Johannesburg. Uh, but today he's talking us from somewhere in New York. Have you been to see your new flat, David? I mean, your, I mean, your old flat, which you haven't seen for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, so. I'm, yeah. I'm talking from there at the moment, which is a lovely one bedroom. <laughs> you know, in one bedroom, it's, uh, I mean, that's typical New York living. You have to have uh, bunker beds and. Uh, you know, you go to the container store to keep all your all your goods, but um, it's it's lovely here at the moment. We are across the road from it's summer, across the road from uh, the Lincoln Center, mm. but uh, New York is pushing Lindsay. It's not, you know, I haven't seen any any uh, evidence of of what happened. You know, only only when I ran through Central Park this morning, I, I noticed that one or two of the smaller cafes. Um, have closed. Yes. Now I must tell you something, Lindsay, and 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 you see, at my age, and you'll appreciate this, or maybe not yet. Uh, <laughs> Be surprised, carry on. <laughs> I know every toilet in in Central Park, Lindsay. So. Yeah, you see, no, you've, you, you, you've lost me there. You you sound like George Costanza from Seinfeld. But anyway, go on. <laughs> I'm exactly like him because you know when the cold weather comes and you've got an old plumbing system, you've got to know. You know <laughs> yes, go so on. The weather's warm at the moment, yeah. so that's why you know my run, my run is always uh, pinpointed by where the toilets are, so I know where the emergency exits are. You know, in case I have to rush. So I think I think only older people, older men, will actually appreciate what I'm saying. Young people say, "Oh, how crude and crass!" You know. <laughs> David, your incontinence is is between you and your family, when, really. But 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 thank you for sharing that with me. I want to know uh, the, the the big question I want to ask before we get to uh, the details of how you travelled and what the travelling experience is like, yeah, like yeah. because I haven't been on an aeroplane for over a year now. Uh, let, let's start with that. You flew from yeah. Johannesburg to Frankfurt. To Frankfurt. And then from Frankfurt to where do LaGuardia to or Newark. JFK to Newark? To okay. Newark, uh, yeah. To, what was it like? Uh, to New Jersey. Hmm. You know what? It surprised me. the The processes were easier. I thought that they'd be more difficult, but it's a process, and because of the process, it does take time. But I mean, everything went easy. What What uh, um, intrigued me is that they didn't care whether I had been vaccinated or not, and I'll go through the various procedures. Okay. It's it's more whether you got the test, and that's all they look for. So, um, also, what was interesting? So, sorry, before you go on, did you have hmm. to have did you have to have the vaccinations and the test? No, no, just the test. That's all they looked for. Ah. But I have been vaccinated. So, you know, as you get on the flight, uh, Lufthansa, you have to provide your COVID test. Mm. Um, I'd gone. It also has to be within a certain time. You know, a 20, uh, it was 48 hours for, uh, for Lufthansa and 72 for the U.S. trip. So it coincided. So I only needed the one. And um, that, it, it, it was easy. You know, you present it. You've got the form. They look at it. It's fine. Um, and, and, and overall it, it wasn't too bad. It was uh, pretty easy. What, what distressed me is that the Oliver Tamba, I mean, it's just a shadow of what it used to be. All the shops are closed. It's almost like a morgue. Um, it's, uh, you know, that saddened me a lot. Although the flight was reasonably full. It wasn't, uh, you know, I was, I, it, it wasn't empty. 
there were there were quite a few holiday makers on it. But so, I mean, so you went Lufthansa. Is, you went Lufthansa on both mm, legs from Johannesburg. On both legs. To, yeah. Okay. It, right. it was actually a United flight, so I'm coming home direct with United. But but Lindsay, once we got to so that was easy. When we got to um, um, Frankfurt, it was five thirty in the morning, yeah. and nothing was open there. Um, so the lounges weren't open, you know, because it's a hub. I mean, it's a massive hub. I didn't realize how big Frankfurt is. And uh, when we got there, nothing was open and that. But I went to uh, uh, to to one woman, and she said to me at the at the at the gates which feed the American flights, and she said, "Do me a favor, get your forms in now. You know, you're a, there's no one here yet, because later things are going to get really busy." And I thought, oh yeah, okay, fine. So she, she, you know, she signed my boarding card and having checked my forms and that, which was a godsend because later on, uh, within a few hours, all the American flights were ready. Now they fly. But from what Frankfurt. forms? Sorry again, interrupting you. What forms just, do you have just, to fill just, in? Uh, by forms is that they've checked your COVID testing. I see. So okay. I showed her my vaccination and we're not interested. <laughs> you know, not that she said, no, we don't need that. So they just wanted my COVID form. That's all, and they gave us they gave me a stamp on my uh, boarding card, you know, to say that it had been checked. Now I'll tell you what's also interesting as well, is that when we got to America, there was no test. There's no check at all. That was the only check. So when we went into America, just passed oh. through. So they, they assume that the Euro- Europeans have done the job for them, and you can just go yeah, into well, the, the country. Airline. The, yeah. the airline, yeah. exactly. So I was I was geared up for a grilling in America, not at all. In fact, we were out of America. We were out from the time we landed to the time we got into a cab. It was less than half an hour. Baggage collection, oh. everything. Yeah, very good. And and it, 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 yeah, but that was the only. <laughs> but I want to. I just want to go to Frankfurt, and then I just want to come to the drive home. Frankfurt was so crowded. It was so packed with travelers that they had to open up the second lounge which was did not have food you know wasn't catering any food because that's how many people there and i believe me it's a big lounge it's a huge huge lounge there were hundreds of people in the in the uh, uh you know in the lounge and not only the lounge i'm just saying you know that's where i because i was there for seven hours but uh um, right through the airport the, i just saw flight after flight it was packed it might not be at the same pace as as we've seen before, and a lot of areas might be, con, you know, might have been. Uh, it's not flying to a lot of areas, but certainly the American leg, you know, that area, that particular area that we occupied, there were hundreds of people, and flights to San Francisco and Miami and wherever it was. So and, is this because and, uh, Frankfurt is a hub, as you say? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's not like yeah. Dubai, but it's certainly it's certainly yeah. a hub. Or is it just simply because uh, it's August and German nationals? are just taking advantage of, of going on holiday. I think both. I, you know what I mean? I think both. And uh, I, I, But I thought it would be deathly quiet and that people would be scared. Forget it. You know what I mean? I think, uh, um, yeah, you know, everybody had their masks on and, and so on. But, I mean, overall, um, there were significantly more people. The flight that I was on, which was to Newark, um, there was a New York. I don't know where the New York flight was actually United itself. So this was um, the flight to Newark was I would say seventy percent full, seventy five percent full. 
you know, there were one or two seats. I mean, if you're a late comer, yes, you could have got, yeah. but it certainly wasn't empty. And and, uh, mm, and, tell, and, me, yeah. and tell me something else. Does, did your wife allow you to take the mask off during the, the no, flight? She, mm, mm? No, no, they don't. No, the airlines don't let you. Oh, the airlines don't. And, no, no. But you, you can can't. eat, obviously, and drink. Only when you eat. Yeah. Only when you eat. That's all. Huh. And I mean, but alternatively, you and and I think that was the hardest thing because. From the time we left my home in Joburg to the time we got to the apartment here, yes. that was 33 hours. Oh, that's my worst <laughs> nightmare. 33. <laughs> 33 hours. And, I mean, with a mask on, recycling your bad breath. Not, not your breath. What's it? You know, your, exhale, your exhaled, exhaled yeah. breath. Yes. You know, it's a process. Of, it, it, it's very, very – it's very testing. I, you know, I just – and to sleep with a mask on is is just ridiculous, you know. Okay, but so, anyway, so you, you flew yeah, Joburg anyway, to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to, to Newark, and then you got to yeah. then you got to New York, and this is the question that I'm really coming to now. Yeah. How does it feel compared to Johannesburg to be in New York? And I'm not no, talking about the fact uh, that uh, totally you know New York is is is, is mm-hmm. one no. of my, my in my top three favorite cities. But do you feel a different kind of atmosphere and a different kind of security and uh, I don't know openness in New York compared to Johannesburg? Just absolutely, totally. You know, I, look, we've only I've only uh, you know it's it's now just uh, half past ten. Yeah. Quarter to eleven. I mean, it's still very early, but uh, and I haven't been out. But I mean, I went, I went for quite a, a run in Central Park now, just mm. before I spoke, you know, before this, and everything's back to normal. You know, I just there are hundreds of people there, and also a lot of tourists. I haven't gone to the tourist collection, you know, the area which is on the east side of Central Park, um, on the southeast side. That's that's where, um, you know, that the. That's where uh, it's a hub. That's where you get all the horses. And I haven't been there. I didn't go to that part of it. But, um, you know, all those carriages and this is where tourists I haven't seen. But I saw a lot of people in, 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 uh, you know, tourists around there as well traveling this morning. But it seemed to be back to normal. You know, it seemed like a normal morning in New York. Listen, it's also holiday season. So a lot of people are still out, still away. Schools are only going back in about two to three weeks time. So many, many people are still away on vacation, but um, you know they were. They, it was, you know, it was very busy, and uh, I'll, I'll have a, you know, I'll have a closer view just uh, a little later. But I must tell you one thing, and and this this struck me, when we came in from Newark, okay, so Newark is New Jersey, yes, and it's actually it's it's it suits us on the west side of Manhattan because it's to come from as I've told you many times to go from JFK. John Kennedy Airport to New York is, you know, into Manhattan is impossible. It's never taken me less than one and a half hours in a cab, in a taxi. So uh, this is Sunday evening, Lindsay, Sunday evening, half past five, six o'clock the flame. I mean, we, uh, no, no, half, half past five, even earlier than that. So it's a Sunday evening. The traffic was hideous. When I say hideous, like nothing we uh, endure in, in Johannesburg or anything like this because they're all making for the uh, Lincoln Tunnel, which connects it's an underground tunnel which connects New, New Jersey and New York. And uh, this is the most common one, I think you can use the Washington Bridge in it. But when I tell you thousands of cars, it took us a half an hour 
just to negotiate, which was no more than two or three kilometers less than that. It's just three lane, you know, just three lane gridlock. But this is a, this is a good shell. sign, David. I mean, people are coming out of their shells. I mean, yes. we've, we've spoken about retail yes. trends and people buying luxury yep. stuff rather than essentials in, in previous uh, conversations. Uh, but now people are just saying, you know, what? we're fed up with this. For 18 months we've had this, and yep. now we're going to have some fun. And if it's a one-and-a-half-hour or 45-minute uh, cab journey, I don't care. Yep. I want to go to New York and have some fun. And that's what you're experiencing, I think. Well, this was people out. You know what I mean? People were out, whether they were crossing back into New York, having gone out wherever they've been. But, uh, you know, my daughter, my daughter says it's, uh, she says anytime, you know, whenever you cross into New York, there's always going to be those kind of holdouts. But you know, the, you know, the point I want to make when you're coming in, it's actually a beautiful view of Manhattan. Yeah. Magnificent view of Manhattan when you come in from the New Jersey side. I mean, most cases, you just see the complete island. And the one thing about New York is that its its buildings are extraordinary. From the Art Deco buildings of the 1920s, 30s, when they started to put up the skyscrapers to today, where you've got these modern skyscrapers which go up way, way higher than the Empire State. I don't know. They 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 pencil thin. And you know, you want an apartment in one of those. Uh, I think Bill Ackman's got one. I don't know. It cost him about a hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah. And and what what struck me is that if you go to any museum in New York as well, whether you go to the MoMA, the Frick, wherever, the Metropolitan, they have a wealth of art and uh, um, museum pieces that are priceless. You know, very few cities, Paris, maybe Rome. You know, where you can go and see those treasures. And yet against that, so against the treasures of art, against the new buildings that we're seeing, which are marvels of modern architecture, you've got an infrastructure that hasn't been touched since, I don't know, the 30s, 40s. Well, this is, what, this is what uh, President Biden is trying to correct, of course. It's I mean, mad. countrywide, yeah, it's, it's a crumbling infrastructure, isn't it? But when I say crumbling, it's mad that in how the city has progressed the city has become so rich, people are rich, and the roads, it's not, they haven't added a road, they haven't added a bridge, you know what I mean? They haven't added a new railway, they've done nothing to to absorb this kind of traffic. And, and you know, it's staggering, it's absolutely staggering, because you can't allow it to continue. You know, you can't, you can't let it continue along this road, I mean, otherwise everything just falls into a big heap, something's going to happen. So I, I, you know, you look at it and say, how, how, you know, how are we so backwards? How have we not done it? How have the politicians not kind of reinvested in anything or had the foresight to, 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 to improve things? You know, it's, it's, it's mad because I, we, when you look at the, you know, they operational, like the roads are operational, the bridges are, but when you look at them, you just say, oh, this place needs a serious paint job. You know, you know what I mean? It needs an uplift. It's it's just old steel, you know. You, you know when you look at old steel that's rusted but still yes. holding. <laughs> that's that that that's what the American infrastructure looks like. So it's it's something that you know, just have to do.
I mean, it, it's it's extraordinary. Anyway, it sounds like fun, and I envy you. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's been so long. New York is one of those cities where you say, well, I used to yeah. go to this place, this bar here, and I used to go to that restaurant mm-hmm. there, but they wouldn't be open today, or they would be have been taken over, or there'll be places that are more fashionable and more um, frequented than the ones that I would be used to. That's the dynamism of, of New York. It's a fantastic place, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, no, it's ever changing. Mm. You know, it's there's that, when, when I say ever changing, there's it's it just keeps changing shape all the time. Mm. You know, one building will go down, a new one will come up, and and places that, as you say, you know, these uh, I used to always like to buy pens and paper at a place called Lee's. You know, they've gone. I say, oh my God, where are they gone? There's no, you know, there's no alternative. So it's 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 uh, that's what happens, and so many places that we used to. You know that that were uh, popularized in movies and books. A lot of those have kind of gone as well. And but, before, um, you, and before, you wouldn't be able to go to the Lower East Side because you get knifed. And, uh, and now it's, it's, well, it's, it's terribly fashionable with, with yeah, hipsters. Yeah. Maybe... Well, that's Harlem. Yeah, the upper, mm. if you go to Harlem, you always used to be scared. But I, I have no fear. It's been gentrified now. Yes. And uh, I, you know, in fact, I, I love to go to the top of uh, to the Harlem side, which is right the northern side, because you get the, the strangest characters there. You know, you get these real. I mean, they love their music and sitting there and they dress colourfully, etc. I, I, you know, for me, it's great. <laughs> You're going to have a fantastic few weeks there, uh, David. Let's have a look at markets now um, uh, <clears throat> and start with the JC Securities Exchange. Trading updates from two companies, MTN, share price rocketing by about 7%, and that's quite a lot for a big company. Fashini yep. also came out with one. I mean, you haven't had a chance to look at the numbers nah, because of nah. all your, your stuff, but MTN yeah. in general, people look at it as a utility, but on the other hand... Mm. These numbers, mm. these numbers say that maybe it's still got some growth potential as well. well I, I would imagine, and I'm having a guess at this, that it's come from like payment side of it and demand for data. I think it's that side. I think the voice side, and also these businesses. You know, I'm talking Vodacom, Intin, um, all of these um, T-Mobile, and so on around the world, all have to upgrade the kind of service that they offer. Mm. Uh, they can no longer offer voice as we used to do, or just uh, messaging. So I would imagine MTM's results is is uh, is is around something like that. And you know, everything now is 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 around payment system, and and that's why I think it's uh, a massive challenge to banks. Not that the banks won't be the intermediaries, you know, or help them or intermediaries, but I think that um, I, 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 I think what's interesting is that they. Um, it, it will challenge their margins as well. You know, while they might be in the middle, I think it will take their margins away and the banks are going to have to come out and compete against these mobile type service, you know, these operations. And there's a proliferation of them. You know, it's, uh, um, it, it, there's a lot happening. I, I, I say to you, you know, just before you, we went on, I said you should speak to my son, Johnny, who's just written a book on, um, Afterpay, which was bought out by uh, Dorsey's new company called Square. Yeah. You know, it's and why why I bring it up not to give publicity to my son, but rather to understand what they do. You know, and and Apple Pay are doing the same kind of thing with Goldman Sachs now, which is this um, you know buy now pay later, uh, pay over four weeks or or, or uh, every two weeks. You know, um, an an instalment four installments every two weeks and you can buy goods now six hundred dollars eight hundred dollars and it's it's just and there's no interest so there's so many forms that are taking place which make uh you know which are a challenge to the systems that we've had before 
Have you heard of a company called Movile? No. In South America. Okay. Latin American yeah. startup holding Movile yeah. has received a $194.2 million investment from Process. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, this this is the company. The new investment will fund expansion in Movile, uh, its current companies such as Brazilian delivery app iFood, Fintechs, Movile Pay, mm -hmm. and Zoop. Yeah. Uh, so, again, the fintech story. And Mensajeros Urbanos, a Colombia-based logistics company that is also yeah. expanding into Mexico. This is a big investment, $200 million. Yeah. It's a lot, isn't it? So For we, process. Yeah, for yeah. process. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. South America. It, it is. You know, look, the trouble is that it, it, you know, it seems a little bit here, a little bit there. I'm not criticizing them. I'm not, mm. not in any way. You know, we're hoping that all of this comes together. Um almost like a soft bank type operation where where process now becomes a venture capital business or a almost an investment bank mm. and uh, there's a hope that something catches up and they you know catches on and they they are able to offset uh, i think what is becoming a bit of a growing concern about about what's happening in china and you know i just the, what i did read because i'm quite conscious of it there's been quite a few articles on, on, you know, what this means. And I think in all cases, I think uh, both pro and uh, anti, you know, what happened in government, I think there's, there's concerns of, of where this is going. But I think what does come across is the Chinese, uh, you know, the, the Chinese authorities' decision to clamp down on what they say monopolies on businesses that were just getting a little too powerful, a little too full of themselves. And I see that both Process and NASPES are down today. NASPES down another 1%. Mm. Um, and it could be, I saw the RAND strong. 1440 at the moment, yeah. Yeah, I know the miners are, miners are picked up. You know, it's still an area I'm, I'm quite um, bullish about. Well, you and saw it, the trade and, balance. And, and, I mean, you, you saw the trade balance this yeah, week. That yeah, was, that yeah, was, that was yeah, a really, yeah. really big number. Record, yeah. yeah. But, but it's, well, we, you know, there's a negative side to it is we're not spending her. Yeah, exactly. Exports you know, were, were up 2% and mm. imports were flat, yeah. which means we're not buying stuff. In other words, we don't need not, to import no. because we're, our demand has fallen flat. Exactly. And also there's no demand for investment, you know, machinery or anything around that. And that to me is a bit of a concern. So, okay. you know, in other words, we're not, we're not reinvesting in the economy. And uh, or, or no one's taken the courage. You know, you're the one who said it. You know, you you've pointed out demand exactly there. So people haven't got the confidence to actually uh, make those decisions. But um, and that, that that's the big worry. Well, it sounds it's, as though um, it sounds as though New Yorkers have got a lot of confidence at the moment, and people that are going to New York have got a lot of confidence. A couple of your places have closed down, David, but luckily some mm. toilets in uh, Central Park are still open <laughs> to facilitate your, your specific needs. I'll, I'll uh, give you an update <laughs> in the week. Yeah, with pleasure. <laughs> Please don't. Um, but what will you do tonight, for example? You, do you go out with the family? Oh, what, yeah. what do you do? I, oh yes. What What's interesting is how the restaurants have repositioned themselves. Yes. So, the what they've done is that they have built almost like an exterior, in an exterior, like uh, where you've got a fenced-off or booths 
which are, you know, demarcated. So people are eating outside. They're not going into the restaurants. You know, of course, because rent is very expensive. So people cram your, you know, almost like Paris or I would imagine that in Amsterdam and places like this where you can't go and buy a big expensive area. People sit, you know, shoulder to shoulder, table to table. Um, so what they've done is they've actually encroached in the road yes. and uh, in some of the parking areas and there. And they've built on these um, these very, very pleasant uh, structures where you can eat outside. So tonight we're going out. This will be my first meal out for, I don't know, in the evening for one and a half years. So you'll be going out with More. the family and having a kosher meal with, or, or with, not? And having no, no, don't, don't say that. You know, this, you don't want to eat. The kosher restaurants are good here, but no, I'm just going for to Smith's, which is, uh, I don't know, how do you explain Smith's? It's a steakhouse, The one thing about right? America, it is like a steakhouse, that's yeah. right, yeah. Mm. And I like the New York rib, and uh, the only thing is you've got to say, just go light on the fries, on the chips, because in America, if you ask for chips, they don't give you five chips on the side. They give you a plate that is big as the Empire State Building, you know, so <laughs> you can eat all of these things, man. <laughs> You must watch your weight. Send me, send me some photos. David Shapiro. And a, and a beer. And a beer. Oh, and a yeah, beer. have a beer. We'll have a Bud, a bud Light or something like that, one of those no, Darcy right, beers. No, not Bud. No. All right. Well, you, sound as a, okay. you, you sound in very good mood, and uh, I'm, I'm very envious of you. That's David Shapiro, who is <laughs> from Session Securities in Johannesburg, but currently seconded to New York. That was Shapiro World. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.